everyone, and welcome to Just Watch It. I'm Andrew Tomlinson. And I'm Lorraine Popolison. And this is Just Watch It. <laughs> I on it too why do we all say It really is. That's why it when always... I first did it and you were like, you just said that. I was like, it kind of just flows. It does. Though. It does flow. <laughs> so, Andrea, how's life? How are things going? Apologies if there's some dog barking in the backyard. That one is not under our control. <laughs> Oh, that one. There's is. two different ones. There's two <laughs> different ones. My dog and my parents' dog. It sounds like we're in a kennel right now. <laughs> it's so funny because they have really different barks. Riley's is more like bark, bark, high pitched. And even though Winnie's like the younger, more childish one, hers is more like woof, woof. She's like a deeper bark. Yeah. More serious. Funny story though. The other day, the mailman dropped something on our door. And Trooper must have heard him. So Trooper like loses his mind. And I go downstairs to like see what's going on. Like if there's someone truly at the door or whatever. But like when he drops it and Trooper starts barking, I just hear. uh, Wait, you mean like who? What? You said Winnie. Trooper. You said Winnie drops it. No, when he. When he. The mailman. I was like, what was she doing there? When he dropped When he dropped it off, he heard Trooper barking, and I just hear from outside. I'm upstairs, and I hear, relax! <laughs> and then Trooper went and put himself in the crate, so I guess it worked. Oh my gosh. I mean, our poor mailman probably gets barked out all the time by him when he drops things on the doorstep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, someone sent us chocolates for the wedding. Oh. No. Oh. There's a note. There was no signature. Spooky. So I don't know who it's from. It was written very formally, That's which awesome. made it, me think that it was one of our mutual friends who That's sometimes funny. speaks very, very formally. Oh. <laughs> and I asked him, well, not them. So oh I don't know who it's from. That's I was amazing. like, well, I'm just going to eat chocolate. <laughs> so sent us chocolates, thank you. <laughs> Maybe let us know. Um, I used your, we were at the, kind of at, at a little area where lots at a field where lots of dogs run around in the evening mm-hmm. and I used your method Riley was we we're throwing the ball and she didn't she was tired and done so she just sat down and didn't come back and so I said okay bye bye and then I just walked away and I walked towards the gate and she totally came I was like this works because you used to always <laughs> when I, I first they- <laughs> you would hide behind trees and like I created like a healthy um, amount of separation anxiety in my dog by like, if he wasn't paying attention to me, I would just go hide. And after like a, a little while, he'd yeah. be like, wait a minute, where is she? <laughs> and then I read in like books that that's like an actual tactic. And I still did it like at the dog park when he got older. If he didn't want to come because he didn't want to leave, I would just leave the dog park and like walk to where he couldn't see me. Oh and then God. I would hide behind the fence and then I'd, I'd wait a little bit. And I'd peek and I'd see where he was and I'd be like, oh, okay, you want to come with me? <laughs> yeah. Riley's not great at coming when I call her, but I know that ultimately she's going to end up leaving with me. <laughs> she I mean, so. Riley would leave with anyone, but. <laughs> no. Well, maybe. I mean, Phil had to drag Trooper out of the house the other day oh to my go God. on a walk. Like, he still has to drag him. If I'm home, Trooper won't leave. And I have to push Trooper down the stairs. I remember when I tried to take him for a walk when you had the flu. Oh yeah, I was throwing up and he wouldn't go. <laughs> I was just thinking, oh my god, do you remember the time when we were we were on a walk? This was before I had Riley, and you were trying to show me that thing, and you went to go hide behind a bush, 
And it happened like in slow motion. <laughs> it happened like in slow motion. It happened in slow motion. I see you go behind the bush, and then I see a cat come out and him see it, and you don't see it. And in my head, I'm like, this, <laughs> this was. I think I said out loud, this was a mistake. Because <laughs> he just took off running down the street. He ran <laughs> so fast. <laughs> I was like, because, like, honestly, Trooper, on the, like, on a walk, he's better off leash. Like, he's less annoying when he's not on the leash until he sees something that is, like, overwhelmingly, like, a cat or a deer or something. There's no getting him back. So, but like, he, he did not care at all that you were out of his sight. And, like, you didn't see it happen. Uh, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, And then you just had to go popping out from the bush. <laughs> and I'm watching you run in circles. Or <laughs> He went like around the whole complex. He's like chasing the cats like down one side. Then he's like in the street. And like this complex had like a ninja, like it, people fed the cats in the creek. So like yeah. there were tons of feral cats yeah. and tons of raccoons and tons of skunks. So it was just like trying to get him to stop. It was just like, I have never, luckily it was in the apartment complex. Oh my God. <laughs> I have never felt as much fear as the time I was out walking Riley just to take her out to the bathroom and I saw a skunk and I backed up so slowly. She didn't see it, but oh, I was like, like, this would be, I don't even know how I would handle this if she got sprayed Trooper right now. Trooper was so into the skunks and they would have like, ba like there'd be baby skunks and they're so freaking cute, but like they all get, they would all get agitated and all their little tails would go up and you're like. Did you, Trooper, we don't want to go over there. <laughs> did you, have we ever talked about how you got called a Nazi by a cat, oh a crazy God. cat lady? That was, that was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. And I was like, I just told this woman to stop feeding the cats because it's technically like illegal what they're doing, but they feed them and they catch them and they neuter them theoretically. But there are so many fucking cats I don't really like. Yeah. I mean, I... I know they're probably like doing what they like, can do, but like they're feral. They'll go catch things, but they're like feeding these cats in like literally our backyard. They're doing it like it's like on our apartment's property, on the walking trail yeah. that everyone uses with their dogs. Yeah. It's like, and it's not just, it's not just like I, she was like, I'm feeding the cats or whatever. I, the reason I said something to her was I was like, um, your, your car is parked in front of a fire hydrant. And she's like, yeah, that's what I, I was like, um, can you move your car? You're in front of a fire hydrant. She's like, I'll just be a second. And I was like, yeah, I'd really appreciate it if you stopped feeding the cats. And then she like goes <laughs> off on me about whatever. And then she called me a fucking Nazi. <laughs> and I was like, wow, fuck you. I was not thrilled. I think I told her I was Jewish. <laughs> Because she doesn't know. You don't know. You don't know. And that's like, what? why don't like say that to people? Like, also, I we weren't talking about like black or white or race. I actually did not feed the cats. And she was like, I think she was like, what, would you rather them starve? I was like, well, you're feeding the cats and the raccoons and the skunks yeah. and the possums and the rats. Like, yeah. it, it creates like a massive problem for this apartment complex. Yeah. Also, like, the dogs want to eat it, and then, like, the food would get yeah. gross, and it would be, like, again, so many, like, wild animals, and I was like, there just has to be a better way than doing this right here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like cats, but I was, like, the, getting dragged out the front. Oh, remember when I threw the neighbor's bowl of food away? <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about that. All coming back. Oh, my God. That was hysterical, too. 
That was a war. That was, that was a-, a war. And I won <laughs> because the neighbors across from me, because of these fucking cats, people just put food. They would put food out. And where I, I drew the line was the day that I walked out. And it wasn't just like some cat food out there, which was already infuriating enough because I have a dog who dogs love cat food. Number one. And number two, if I open the door and there's three cats there, my dog is then You're going to, to get your drag arm me. ripped out of its socket. I, I did, like several times. Like, oh, one you time, your head against the door. Yes, one time the door <laughs> opened enough for him to go and then me to get dragged like like into the like into the like the hard edge of the door. Like the door didn't open enough for me to fit through. And then one time we were having like brunch or whatever. So I'm a little buzzed when I open the door and there happened to be a cat. A trooper ran out downstairs. Around. I was like, anyway, so. But it was steak. What yeah, the, that was where I drew the line was when I came out and it was a Pyrex of their leftover like beef stew. <laughs> and I was like this and, and, and guys, like I would literally like have to come up at 2 a.m. when we'd be drunk and have to like <laughs> fight raccoons. There would be raccoons eating it. And I'd be like, I will cook you. I'd like yell at them yeah. and people were like, well, Lorraine, I was like, I have to, I will fight these raccoons because I have to get to my door. Yeah. And so anyway, I mean, I asked like 6,000 times nicely the front office to deal with it and they did it. So then I started taking their little paper bowls and throwing them away. Actually, no, they weren't paper ones. They were paper. So, they were bowls okay, that they purchased. The first, the first, <laughs> that go in the dishwasher. The first two times I twice brought their bowls up to the front office like one time the front office people were there and i brought them in and i was like i just got hurt again by my dog i was like what if you had a black eye (laughs) and to be fair oh the nazi woman told me that i should train my dog and i was like my dog's pretty well trained but like there's 30 cats I can't think that story about the bowls doesn't come up. Oh my god. And then and then they started putting out paper ones because of this. <laughs> and I took them and threw them away like immediately into like the dog poop bin. And I we're sitting in the <laughs> my roommate and I are sitting in our apartment and I hear, What the fuck? <laughs> like outside. And Jessica's like, You're getting me into this war too, Lorraine. And I was like, I'm sorry. It has to be done. <laughs> Somebody has to take a stand. So, yeah, there was a real cat problem. Yeah. I did like, I did think it was, I mean, before I had a dog, I did always get a little kick out of seeing like 10 possums in a tree. Oh, me too, because I think they're adorable. I mean, Trooper, those ones that he, that would be on the side of our building, he would chase them up the tree and he wouldn't really chase them. We just, he'd be on a leash, but he sounds terrifying. And then we get up into our apartment and then the tree is right outside of our yeah. balcony. So then he would go like growl at them from the balcony and they'd be like, ah, we've gotten I'll way off topic out. on the cats. Sorry. That was just, that was a funny battle of mine. I wish I, I could say that because... this was your way of telling me we're watching cats. Cause I would be so excited about <laughs> that. Oh, but this segues neatly into, since you wanted to watch cats, uh, Philip and I went whale watching recently and it reminded me that Andrea, of cats. no, not of cats. Uh, it reminded me that Andrea has never seen oh, no. Free Willy. Oh, no. <laughs> so we went to watch whales. We saw a shit ton of dolphins and we saw humpback whales. It's very, very cool. Uh, Monterey. Thanks. 
Yeah, so I think uh, this week we're going to do Free Willy. Also, we're hanging out at Andrea's parents today, so this is a little more appropriate than the other two movies that I have in queue. (laughs) And Andrea was like, why do you think that, why do they have swearing or something? And I was like, I, one of them I've only really watched on TV, maybe last time I watched it, I was like 12. So there could be parts of it that I don't know exist, just like Andrea didn't know the Nazi part of The Sound of Music existed. <laughs> yeah. Andrea she, told me Andrew, as a as a child she, I almost just said Andrea likes to bring that up. Lauren likes to bring this up. It's so funny. When we were when my sister and I were little because there wasn't DVDs weren't a thing. So the sound of music was on two VHS because it's so yeah, long. Two cassettes. And the first one ended with right after they have the little puppet show and they decide they're going to have a party. And it ended with the girl being like, this is going to be a great party, father, or whatever she says. <laughs> and then that's where it ended. And because like, the next I guess part they wanted to leave us hanging. Is the part with all the like running away from Nazis and stuff like that. We just never saw that part because we were little. So we just Andrea's thought- <laughs> mom was like, that's enough of the sound of music. Two hours is enough. <laughs> yeah. That's so, enough. <laughs> so we always like. So whenever, I mean, if I were to watch it now, I get to that puppet scene. I feel like the movie's almost over. <laughs> it's halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, it's like when you've only watched something on TV and then you're watching it, and you're like, this is part of the movie? What? Like, Yeah. Well, sometimes when they, they, they make, like, try and, you know, make it safe for TV or whatever, it makes it so much worse. We were, my dad and I were in a hotel and the heat was on TV. And... There's this part when the... What would be inappropriate? So there's this part when the line in the movie is the girlfriend, this girlfriend tells her boyfriend, oh, maybe I'll buy you a dick sucker so I don't have to do it no more. (laughs) And But what the TV changed it to was so much grosser, which was maybe I'll buy you a back shaver so I don't have to do it no more. I was like, (laughs) that is so much more intimate. (laughs) The funniest one that I've ever noticed, in the real movie it is gross, but in role models, you know, at the very beginning it's Sean William Scott and Paul Rudd doing the... um, it is Sean William Scott, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're they're selling they're time. selling the the energy drink, right? Yeah, yeah. Like and the they're Red like type thing. Yeah, the and they're walking into the isn't it like centaur or something? It's something like, like that. that. It's some, or like a minotaur or something. Minotaur, <laughs> minotaur. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so they're walking into the high school, and Sean William Scott puts his fingers up to Paul Rudd's oh nose God. and goes, "Guess what I did last Lauren night?" Just did that to me. But it's so funny because because in the TV version, like, there's no way to like, they just didn't bother. It's not dubbed. It's just, there's just nothing. You just see him put his hand up, and, he goes, <laughs> and then like, there's just not like they, he doesn't say anything. <laughs> It totally like I saw that it was like that's really funny. <laughs> they were like, we're not even gonna bother. That's like just so much more mysterious. Right. It's like the horror of seeing versus the terror of not seeing. Right. <laughs> so funny. Wow, that was a. <laughs> we were all over the place with that one. <laughs> Should we watch the movie? <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Free Willy though. Let's just wrap right around back to that. Why haven't you seen this? I. I don't know. Like, I think that I would just see, like, we, you know, they play like the little commercials for it on Disney Channel, like, 
coming up at I don't think it's a Disney movie. Whatever. 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 TBS or fam- Fox Family or whatever it was. I mean, they might have just been on Disney Channel because it was a kids movie and they I don't know, but we would see we would see the commercials and like they would show the trailer and we would kind of be like, Yeah, I think we get it. I don't know if my sister has seen it either. I'll have to ask her. I'm looking at the like re- the summary and the opening line is so funny, but I don't think we I can read it to you until after we watch it. Okay. Oh, it's really this is hilarious remind me to bring this up but yeah and this is like peak michael jackson too it's a great soundtrack People, he's in the movie oh no he just did the song oh. for it which is why oh, really? it was such a popular movie oh, that's so random i didn't know that and to be fair to this movie as much as you cringe when it came out i'm just gonna say that it has the 71 percent on rotten tomatoes like that's oh, not I'm that sure bad i like it yeah i don't <laughs> oh you made me watch Halloween Town, and I oh, do you want to do a quick episode on Halloween? Town? Yeah, I'll do a quick one. Just watch it. You gave it a just watch. I gave it a just watch. Yes, it. yes. Okay, so I got one. Even if I don't get one at the end of this episode, I got one at the beginning. <laughs> but so one of the funny things that me and my siblings always did is when someone started crying to make fun of them because we're siblings and we're mean. We would make the sound that the whale makes. You have mentioned and this so before. I, now I'm, I'm going to know what you're talking I've about. I've done this to Andrea a lot of times where I go, <laughs> and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, that, that is a guaranteed laugh at my family. Oh, so God. you're going to. Okay. And I was I like, it's pretty bad that we're mocking the whale crying, but <laughs> he makes a funny sound. Oh. And then the other day when Phil and I were going, I, either when we were going to the whatever, like whales were a topic. And I, and I made a sound like a whale, like, yeah. or whatever. And he yeah. was like, what are you doing? I was like, I made a whale sound. And he was like, <laughs> that's not a whale sound. And then I was like, all right, Dory. Well, then I was all, hey, Google, what sound does a whale make? And then the fucking sound, let's see. <laughs> like, it sounded exactly like me. <laughs> what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive that you could just say that, have that happen. You know, I can ask, you can ask them about any animal. So it's very good to watch Trooper and the cat react to oh. them. Because <laughs> they sound realistic enough that they like perk up. I'm like. going to go, I'm going to, next time I go over, I'm just going to say, what does the doorbell sound like? <laughs> no, that's a disaster. <laughs> oh, every time. All right. Well, with that, Andrea, I'm excited for you to see Free Willy. Yeah. I can't believe you haven't well, seen this. I guess, go, we Go watch it. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go watch it. All right, we're back. We watched Free Willy. I am not the <laughs> same person I was before. <laughs> I did not expect it to be this sad. <laughs> yeah, this is the original Blackfish. I was telling Andrea, this is like the Blackfish before social media. So it was like, Everyone was really sad about it for the time that Free Willy stuck in our minds, and then social media didn't exist, so it just disappeared after six months. (laughs) (laughs) We went on our merry way going to SeaWorld, like, we know this is probably a sad whale, but... Right. Right. Um, Um. (laughs) Oh my god. I was like, I was like, this is like, if... I was like, this is like as sad as like the first three minutes of Up... But then it's just the whole movie. 
Okay, so you know what I didn't remember? I did not remember that very beginning scene. So guys, it opens up to like beautiful whales jumping, playing. Andrea's like this showing is off, being sassy. And she's like, I could watch this for an hour because when well, Andrea well, timestamp, she was like, I guess I could watch this for an hour and fifty minutes. Well, you were like, you were like, uh, oh, this this is the first forty five minutes. I was like, I mean, I don't hate this. <laughs> It goes on for a while, but I didn't remember that then it goes to these, you know, men are catching the whale and it's really disturbing and Andrea is gasping and I'm like tearing up. I was like, this is this part is going to make me cry. Like, I know how it ends, but seeing the whale get caught is like devastating. It's so sad. Wait, are you going to tell what joke I said while the orcas were jumping around? Uh, no, that's for you. <laughs> so, the, you know, they're they're jumping around, showing off. And at one point you see the underside of probably a female. And I was like, oh, I just saw that whale San Diego. <laughs> I was very proud of that joke. <laughs> I have seen one of those before. And I was like, I don't think you actively look for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But yeah, oh my god, the fisherman catching the whale is extremely heartbreaking. <laughs> I was so like, sad. "Why are we watching this?" And you were doing your, we were, you were doing the sound of the yeah. whale crying, which is very fun. I think if you weren't, I, I don't know. Actually, I was about to say, I think if you weren't doing it, making a sound, I wouldn't have thought that every time we hear that crying sound throughout the whole movie, it was funny. But that's not true. I probably would have. <laughs> I mean, it's a wild sound, and it's very sad when you're, like, watching it. But like I said, in my family, all we did is, like, my little sister's being a brat, and I took something from her, and now she's crying. And so I just go, it's, it's like, it's more like a sassy ghost. Yeah. Yes, yes. But um, if we like, truly make that sound when they're sad, that's, like, devastating. That's It was so sad, this first this beginning of this movie we're very sad i was like why are we watching this (laughs) um so then we cut to some kids are scamming adults to get money they'll be like just they're in some public area a a, a little group of mm, i was trying to think of a a little a little gang of pickpockets street, except street not urchins. street urchins i didn't want I mean, to say i mean they were literally like i don't think they were really scamming them they were just like can i have some money for the ferry but really what they wanted it for was food which i was like i feel like people would give you money for food if you just asked like yeah especially the main kid with his little blonde hair blue eyes yeah, yeah. but i was like are these kids homeless and you were like yeah but so at one point they steal an entire cake from a catering van. And, <laughs> yeah. And I witnessed one of them, the second, I mean, the second most upsetting part of the movie, other than the whole, <laughs> you know, animal torture stuff, is one of the kids has a, um, a handful of like cake and he puts hot sauce on it and eats it. I was like, this movie is truly demented. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's really funny. The kids are like, there's like four or five of them. And they're sitting around eating cake and talking. And one of the kids has a really, the main kid, whose name is Jesse. (laughs) He has a really funny line where he says, 
they're just talking about what they want. He says, I just want my own place, like an apartment or something. I'm like, you're definitely 10 years old, dude. But don't we all? <laughs> is all me too, don't we all? Who <laughs> um, would have thought at 30 years old I couldn't afford an apartment by myself? Right. With a real job. <laughs> um, yeah, roommate life. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to tell... I'm going to tell what I thought happened and then I'm going to tell what happened because you had to correct me on this. So, so, (laughs) so then the cops kind of come driving in because now now they're on the hunt. It's one thing to just take a few dollars from strangers, but they stole a cake. Not okay. So the cops come driving in. They're, they're hanging out some like abandoned little. By the way. Or something. I don't know. What? Can I just say that like, yeah, they're hanging out like under a bridge. But I was under like, right. it's funny because when you watch this as a kid, you think like, oh, the cops are chasing them, whatever. And you're like, as an adult, you're like, no, the cops are probably trying to like get these kids somewhere safe because they're yeah. homeless kids, probably like like the oldest kids, maybe like 14 or 15. And our main character, I presume, is like 10. So it's yeah. like... It's kind of you hard really to root want them on the street by themselves, but watching it as a kid, you're like, yeah, why can't he just have his own apartment? <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, am I supposed to not want the cops to catch these homeless <laughs> children? <laughs> I want these children to be somewhere safe. <laughs> right, right. Um, but so they run into what I thought. So, like, I thought it was just like an abandoned building, abandoned warehouse. And they're just graffitiing all over the place and because they found some cans, I guess, and they're spraying graffiti all over. And then all of a sudden, who it's it's not just like a wall. It's a giant tank and it's a the whale tank and the whale that got caught in the beginning is in there. And then he's still and he's like, whoa. But then the cops come running in. And so the kid runs away. And I was like, aren't the cops going to be like, hey, what's this whale doing here? This can't be legal. <laughs> and you were like, no, this I is forgot. like... I forgot that you're so confused by this. <laughs> because I, I didn't realize that the premise of the movie was that he got taken to like a SeaWorld type place. I thought that he was just getting taken to like... I was confused as to why he was even still alive. I didn't. I didn't understand why. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I knew I that there, there was film immediately for the blubber. That's what I thought. Well, we, that's... Use, it to, we use it to light our lamps. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So, oof, that was a real cackle. Um. But in eighteen forty-five, Andrea. <laughs> what else? with a whale make it perform but yeah but then i was like isn't the cop gonna be like why is there a whale here this is a much bigger crime (laughs) and lorraine was like no they're in like an adventure park there's supposed to be a whale there (laughs) (laughs) yeah but like where they snuck into was like the like shack of like uh maintenance equipment basically and then like them being in the aquarium set off like an alarm so the cops showed up at the aquarium and were like caught him red-handed with the paint cans and stuff so yeah so it's it's northwest adventure park so you just know we're in like like seattle or portland or something right right so 
the Jesse gets taken by, or the cops get him. He doesn't get taken. <laughs> I mean, they, they take him, but. And then Liam Neeson shows up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the whale says, I don't have a particular set of skills. You're going to have to teach me them. <laughs> Literally. If you want me to perform these skills. Um, so, and he's, he's, he's with this nice cop that he's clearly like, been working with this cop has been trying to help him this one specific guy yeah and and he's like like, i don't think he's a cop i think he's like a child advocate he's like social services he's like that he was fighting with the cops so that he didn't have to go to jail and so he's like i cut a deal that you just have to clean up what the mess that you made and you're being placed with this family the greenwoods who I guess he had a kind of already arranged for him to go there. And then they told the family what happened and they were like, it's cool. We still want. So, yeah. So the, and the couple is really nice. The husband makes a joke that like the kid, he's not buying. He's just a lease right now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. the mom is really sweet. The husband's and- kind of a dick, but you can tell that he's just standoffish. <laughs> I mean, he's just hesitant that his I think he's upset that his wife is being so nice and this kid is kind of a dick yeah it's really funny watching this in this day and age by the way because the whole time I'm like these kids need therapy not like scolding them like nobody wants you your mom is never coming back yeah you're there's like, a yes I feel like those are things you're never supposed to tell adopted kids like yeah this kid gets told a lot that his real mom doesn't want him he got dropped off and doesn't why won't he get that through his head his real mom's yeah, not it, coming get it back through your head the 10 year old doesn't understand that his mom really doesn't care about him which is devastating for anyone <laughs> of age to hear <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna joke. I was like, Glenn didn't say anything about Jesse that my dad didn't say about me. So it's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was me. We don't need this kid. <laughs> Sorry. So <laughs> No, but the mom is so sweet. She's like has an outfit laid out. She's like, oh so the mom is really nice. She had uh I, I guess Dwight, who is the child services guy i think i thought he was a cop because just the way he was talking he had real like getting tired of this shit vibes like that's why i was like i feel like i hope social services today is a little better 30 years later because like (laughs) these kids have been traumatized like the reason they run away is because they're scared of other things it's not like that they can't i mean he did tell him he was like you're young so you get get a bunch of chances yeah but um no so he was she said dwight had told me you like blue and she had picked out bought these blue outfits for him some super sweet nikes (laughs) right those are i was like yeah no they were nice um so yeah so as you said his punishment is that he has to clean up the graffiti mess that he made before can i can i can i mention two funny things about when he came to the house one the, the mom is a teacher or i guess the woman is a teacher and then like oh i forgot about this <laughs> he, he comes in and is like kind of looking at the computer and she's like do you like computers are you interested i just learned last summer i could teach you about them and it was just like such a this movie was 1993 so it was like you as like just think of you 
as an adult having to learn what a computer is. Like, it, it <laughs> kind true. of like it gives me like sympathy for the people that don't know how to rotate PDFs and things like that because you just think like she's like I learned last summer like people used to go to computer classes to like learn how to use a computer. <laughs> Never. Yeah. Before. So it was just like, and then the the idea that like, uh, we we Andrew and I just figured out that this actor was thirteen when this movie came out, but he looks like he's like between ten to twelve, so he looks pretty young. But the idea that a twelve year old doesn't know how to work a computer, which today is like my niece at three can work an iPad better than me. Like my niece is yeah. no longer like at three. I was like, I don't know how to use this fucking thing because I don't use Apple products. And my niece is like, Oh, you just do this and this and this is the passcode, and then you do that, and then no, no, no Aunt Rain, you touch this and. I remember when I was in eighth grade, I had to have a sixth grader teach me how to text on the flip phone. Oh, T9 word. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. And then then when she brings him up into his bedroom, by the way, since we're in like Pacific Northwest, I it's got to be like Seattle because it's like the views, those like idyllic views of the bay or whatever from his freaking like bedroom that's upstairs. It's kind of like the upstairs room in Hocus Pocus, like. He has these gorgeous panoramic views of the bay. Yes, like 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 it's a room that you would upgrade to in a hotel. For yeah, yeah, like multiple, I'll pay for this deal. Multiple hundred dollars more. Like yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's a, a, I think it's an $850 a night room. <laughs> right. <laughs> um so it's so he's got to go clean up the graffiti, which I was like that's a very fair punishment, but you were like, well, he's pretty little. <laughs> So what else was he going to do? <laughs> Be in a chain gang? Like, <laughs> oh. The graffiti was totally fair. But I we had this moment where Glenn, the father figure, drops Jesse off at the park and just hands him <laughs> a bike. And then goes, hey, remember that turn right before the bridge? If you go down that street, that's Front Street or whatever it was. And that's where my shop is. You can come find me there if you need anything. And then the house is just a few blocks from that think you can figure it out and i was like this is what we did 30 years ago to children when i when my friend was learning how to we used to carpool to our high school which from my house andrea was like three turns and she's learning how to drive because she's a little older than me i was always the youngest in my class and so her mom's in the front and i'm in the back and she's like do i turn here and her mom was like you we've driven this for three years what do you mean yeah you turn up here like well you don't pay attention when you're not driving (laughs) but that's what made me laugh that he's like expecting this like however your old kid be like remember that one turn my shop's somewhere over there and then the house is somewhere close to that you can figure it out right (laughs) yeah um (laughs) so jesse takes the bike and heads over to his first day of cleaning up at the adventure park and he meets this guy who i guess he helps kind of manage the animals um this guy randolph he's um, kind of like a maintenance like caretaker like keeper of keys <laughs> yeah and he's like um a native american guy so we're gonna get some wisdom about that later some wisdom dropped on us yeah <laughs> um we're gonna hear some stuff about his people but that's later so he's supposed to just be down below cleaning off the tank, but he kind of goes up and he's seeing the whale and he's playing his harmonica for him. And is this where he meets the other woman who's the trainer? 
Yeah, he meets. She's training seals at the time. Okay, he meets one of the other trainers, and she's training sea lions. <laughs> sea lions. Yes, we were discussing. We're like, what? What are these? Um, <laughs> or which one? We're like, what is the difference? Yeah, so we think they're sea lions. But so the actress who plays this other trainer is Lori Petty, and it's so funny because we both were like, we know her voice, but what is her her like the face is like it's familiar, but feel like every movie she's in her face looks all the stuff i've seen her and she her face looks totally different but the voice is so distinctive i mean i knew it was her from like before you even saw her in the movie because i heard her talking i was like it's really their own i just thought i will always know her as that (laughs) well i knew her from point break and then also more recently she was in orange is the new black um and, like, if you see her, I'm going to have to, like, show you later what she looks like in Orange is the New Black because she looks completely different. Like, <laughs> Well, I'm glad um, she's still around because I love The League of Their Own. That's, like, the best movie. That is a good movie. Um, but so, so he's kind of playing the harmonica for him. They're bonding a little. And then later he sneaks out of his house, which the new dad had said, like, had they they like kind of bonded a little while not throwing a baseball to and he was he basically was like jesse how about you give me some rules you want me to follow and i'll give you and i'll give you some rules and jesse just demands allowance (laughs) And and then the dad just asked him not to sneak out and to be back by home by seven and um, so he sneaks out, breaks the rule immediately, sneaks out of the house to go visit the whale. And he slips in the water when he's running. And this is why I was like, this is why there's signs, no running by the pool. But the whale saves him. He like uses his little nose to push him up. Can I give some more description here? <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> there's a lot that happens in between here, but he's like, He's, like, been doing it for a few days. The kit, I'm going to call her kit, but the trainer. (laughs) Uh, She tells Jesse to just be careful. Everyone has warned him to be careful around Willie because he doesn't like anybody. And so they've warned him, but Willie seems to like... Her name's Ray. Ray, okay, yeah. Ray, and and Willie seems to, like, like the kid, and he kind of seems to come around for the harmonica, but, like... Ray has been tasked with training Willie and he seems to be untrainable because he doesn't like dealing with the people. So these are all the warnings. And then when he sneaks out to play harmonica and he's like sitting on the edge of the pool, he stands up on the lip of the pool, runs, slips, hits his head because Randolph came up to be like, oh, is someone up here? And he slips underwater and Randolph doesn't see him. So then Willie, who doesn't like anyone, goes and saves little Jesse from the bottom of the tank, which by the way, one of my many, one of my, we've talked about my fear of like water and pipes and drains. And of course he fucking floats to the bottom of this massive pool with this huge (laughs) drain. He lands like right on the grate of the drain. I'm like, this is my worst nightmare. (laughs) Literally my nightmare. I would have yeah. to be unconscious for for that to not be like scarred for life. You're like, can I please die from drowning and not from drain related? 
right. instance. <laughs> so yes, yes, Willie pushes him up to the top and off to the side of the pool. Yes. So then, okay, so then what happens after? Because I forgot, I know he gets the full-time job there. Not full-time, but... <laughs> it's like a summer job. Yes, yeah, a summer job. It doesn't have benefits, not full-time, but... Yeah, yeah, they they give him a they offer him a job because Randolph uh like is giving him tea after this whole incident and is talking to him like why'd you sneak out? What were you doing near the tank? And he's just like, I I just wanted to say goodbye to Willie because my community service thing is almost done. And so Randolph gives him like a whole job for the summer. Um and then the first day that he comes in for like his work work he sees that Willie's like getting medical tests done on him and he's like fighting it and he's upset and Ray's yelling like, this isn't appropriate. Like this is not for him. And then she's like basically yelling at everyone because the tank that he's in is a dolphin tank. So it's like absolutely not big enough for this orca, which I guess we haven't noted that he's killer whale. Like he's an orca. Yeah. We haven't mentioned that at all. We just assumed you've seen that. And so she's like, he was caught too big and he's too old and this examination room's inadequate. And Jesse like goes and undoes a rope so that he falls like out of the harness and is like, they let him back into his tank. And um, Randolph is like, I saw what you did. And I guess it'll be our little secret. I bet. I bet Willie appreciates it. And you're basically getting this vibe that like the owner wants Willie to perform because he says he's not going to give him a new bigger tank unless he can make money off of him because it's going to cost him money to build a tank. So that's right. like the pressure for Ray to train him and she can't train him because he doesn't want to be trained. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so that's why they're doing this. Not because <laughs> the ultimate goal yeah ray isn't trying to be complicit she's just like an actual i think she actually like obviously cares about the animals and she's like an actual trainer but she's also like trying to fight for willie's like well-being right so then uh, is this when at one point i know jesse go i guess this is the way to that they were like it is it must be seattle right or do lots of places have fish markets i don't know jesse goes to the fish market in the morning and he gets he like steals a raw fish to give Willie. Yeah, then- one of the things that she shows him is like, and I don't know if I noted this somewhere, but like she's like Ray's going through the fish that are bought for Willie and pointing out to Jesse like which ones are bad because they buy Willie like shitty fish because it's expensive to feed a whale. And so yeah. she's like, you have to throw these bad ones away and you have to make sure you're not giving him ones that are going to make him sick. So, and then she's like, what he really likes is salmon. So that's when he goes to the fish market and asks for like salmon scraps so that he can give him like the, she said, that's his chocolate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he, so Jesse wanted to get him a good fish. So he, he brings him that fish and he's kind of starting to get, they're kind of starting to bond and he's getting Willie to do some tricks, just like putting his fin up and sticking his tongue out and stuff like that. Train, um, training montage. Yes. Yes. And the adults are like looking like, Oh, look at that. Who rescued who? Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Two orphans. <laughs> Two orphans. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so then this is when later uh, it's night and Jesse is with Randolph at his house, which we're like, does he like live at the park? I don't know. <laughs> but he's telling him a story about an, like an old story about like orca whales and this woman what was the story I, I don't remember what the story was but it, it was wasn't like, a woman it was just a, a native person with long hair <laughs> stuff. oh <laughs> <laughs> this woman he has this little like whale carving or orca carving that he gave the boy and it's uh based on this like story from his tribes like tradition about how uh, like orcas were created basically and um oh, okay like from a carving like something happened and went into the ocean and then like an actual whale came up so they have like this spiritual connection with the orcas right right um so then it's kind of just him keep continuing to bond with Willie, continuing to steal fish from the fish market. It's funny because, like, the first time he, he asks for scraps, and then there's, like, one time where he goes and uses all of his allowance money to buy Willie, like, a big old salmon, which is probably fucking pricey. Yeah. Um, but then one time he, like, steals one from the fishmonger where it's being tossed, and he takes it and runs, and I was like, but he goes back to this fish market. Like, what was it? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was just, like, uh, I guess you just assumed it was an amiable theft where right I'll later and, i'll venmo you right it's funny because um he gets like he rides there on his bike and he and like he doesn't have a basket on the front of his bike he has like a trash can yeah, like how, a plastic kitchen garbage can. yeah that's how he transports the fish um then there's also a funny scene where he's like they're kind of getting getting willie to like kind of put I don't know how to describe it like get out of the water a little and kind of go up more and the way they do that is they have this like pole that's like bent over and <laughs> Jesse is precariously like hanging on it dangling a fish over to get Willie to kind of jump out and grab it and I was like this is really not okay for this kid to do. standing along with smiling yeah <laughs> um and also, the more he's, like, getting happier from hanging out with Willie, now he's also getting along more with his new new mom, new dad. And then, here's where it takes a turn. He brings dinner. He brings, like, some dinner to new dad at his um, car shop. And first, it seems like they're bonding, like... They're kind of talking. Jesse's talking about like, oh, look at this picture of you with this cool car. And they're kind of talking about stuff, that stuff. But then, <laughs> but then Jesse says something about like, oh, well, I won't be. I'm just staying here once my, my mom comes back. And Glenn <laughs> says something like, oh, she's coming back. That's not what they told me. It's like, whoa, that was so harsh. Glenn has away with words because I think what instigated it was Jesse like, oh, that car is so cool. And then Glenn was like, well, you can only have one love in your life. Like, I'm assuming they sold the car to buy a house or something like that, right, is what he's saying. But I think Jesse takes it as like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'm not involved in that. And so he's like, yeah, you know, well, my, my mom will come pick me up. And then Glenn, being the way he is, goes, that's not what they told me. 
which I think what he meant was like, I don't think she's coming back and we would like it to be permanent, right? Yeah, I think he meant like, we want you to stay here forever. Yeah, he didn't get that part out. And so Jesse was just like, oh, well, fuck you. He could not have said it worse, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So then the he runs off, goes home, and Glenn goes home, and the the husband, Glenn and Annie kind of have a little argument about it. And Glenn says very mean things. I was like, he literally is like, Annie, I don't know why you're doing this. Every time we try, he just gets blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, I was happy when it was just you and me, which is which yeah. in here. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and because I guess he just hate he he had asked him jesse had asked glenn when they were talking like do you and annie ever fight and then they were fighting and i think he i don't know maybe he had some triggering thing from before he got like was homeless like but he just kind of freaked out at the idea that they were fighting um but then they kind of all make up and they had got um when jesse had first got to their house there was a little gift wrapped up and he had never opened it and then he opened it and it was a baseball with like a really sweet note that said like welcome to our home you know love annie and glenn and he angrily threw the baseball and broke a window and then but they all kind of the parents like run upstairs and are like we're sorry and he's like i'm sorry you just got scared because you were fighting and then glenn is like totally calm and i was like this is not from my experience how arguments work right glenn just said some very hurtful things i don't think as jesse i would be upset that my parents well whatever they are are fighting i would be like you just said you didn't want me at all (laughs) that's what i would be more upset by right Everyone gets a lot. Everyone apologizes and moves on. Yeah. Which is probably how arguments are supposed to work, but. (laughs) Right. So now we're all good. So, so they, they keep training him and he's, he's at one point up hanging out with Willie, talking to him. And then this other kid from the beginning of the movie named Perry comes down looking all slick, like a real Fonzie or something. And he's, basically telling telling Jesse that him and some of the other kids are going to go to Venice Beach and he gives him a postcard that's like this is where we'll be it, he's trying to get him to come and but Jesse doesn't want to because now he likes being there and he likes hanging out with Willie and so but then he's like okay well if you're ever there look me up and I was like how the heck are these kids going to get that far it's <laughs> like, like 500 miles so then now they think Willie is ready and they're going to put on, they're going to put on basically like an orca whale show, but they call it the will, the Willie show. And I, I just felt like they didn't think the name through all the way. <laughs> so funny. Then they're about to do the show, but of course they're shitty little kids at the bottom banging on the glass freaking out willie and like Andrea was really mad about at the kids about this but i was like what about the adults just standing there letting them do that i just all i could think of was darla from Honey nemo yes and also like everybody in the crowd is clapping and like making a ton of noise and so because of that 
Willie gets really scared. He doesn't perform. And so Jesse is like really mad and sad about this. Cause he's just like, I was trying to help. He was like, you, you, you blew it. Like we were going to be able to do this. And like, so because he's so upset, he's going to run away to Venice beach to go with his other, the rest of the gang. Um, but he goes to see Willie. The show ends. The show ends with Willie like not doing what he's supposed to, and then he starts like charging the glass windows because the people are banging on them, and then it yeah. starts to leak. And the kids run up all traumatized. It's like that's what you get, little assholes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then one of the park owner guys sees that there's like a little part of the tank that's leaking. So we don't know what's going to happen next, but he looks evil. Yes. <laughs> so Jesse's going to, he's going to run away to Venice Beach because he's so upset about this and go meet up with the rest of the gang. But he goes to see Willie one more time and he can hear Willie crying. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know if that one was that good, but he's crying. And then he, he kind of, Jesse kind of climbs up and he sees that like, there's other orcas out there that are crying, which is so sad. Like, literally, the water park, the tank is, like, within view of the ocean, which is, like, doubly cruel. Yeah. So then the evil park owner, there's two guys. There's one that I think is, like, the owner and one that's, like, maybe just the manager or something. But mm -hmm. I'm just I'm just going to refer to them as the two evil guys. There's, like, there's like a CEO <laughs> and then a day-to-day -day guy. Yeah. Yes. So, so the manager guy is now with some other people and they're like, Jesse sees them because it's like the middle of the night. He, they're like doing something to screw up the tank so that it'll start leaking so they can get insurance money. By insurance money. They mean if the whale dies, they collect yeah. a million dollars. Yeah. So he's making the tank break to kill the whale on purpose. Yes, so much of that I really caught as a children, as a child. Insurance fraud is not really something you understand as a child, right? <laughs> so the kid, you know, he hears all this, so he goes and he wakes up Randolph, who I guess lives very close, and he's like banging on, banging on the doors, like "Wake up, wake up! They're gonna kill him!" And then they go and also get Ray, the trainer. And they say, you know, they do my favorite thing, said the name of the movie. He says, we got a free Willy. And I was like, woo, he said the name of the movie. I didn't, re I don't know why I didn't realize that, like, the movie was going to be about them trying to free the whale. I think it was, I think it, I don't know. We can get into, we can get into, we can get into it later when I'm talking about it, what I thought it was. But so they Basically, the tank is, like, gushing out water, and so they lift him out with, like, a hammock thing, because they've, because, I mean, if he's just, if the tank drains and he's at the bottom, they're not gonna be able to get him out. They have to do it while there's water in there still. And so he's, he's now lifted in this little, like, hammock thing. I don't know what to call it. A sling, but I think a hammock yeah. works. Yes. Whale hammock. <laughs> so they're like, how are we gonna get him what now and so they they go and they steal the new dads or they steal glenn's truck and then and by the way 
Randolph steals the truck. Why I like at this point I was like, why doesn't Randolph say, Hey dad, this is what we're in on. The whale is going to die. Like you can't say no to that. The dad wouldn't have said no. I felt like I was like the adults in this situation should have not stolen the truck. I don't think I don't think any even a regular stranger would say no. Like <laughs> right? like help me get this whale into a thing because there's no water left in this tank. It's not like it's not like the tank was fine and they were just stealing Willie like outright. It was like you you're trying to kill him, so we're gonna go free him. Like the you know it wasn't yeah. like. It wasn't like, oh, he's in this really shitty tank and he deserves to be free, which I agree, but might be on a different legal grounding there. <laughs> like, yeah. People are yeah. trying to kill the whale and commit insurance fraud. So will you just help us tow him to the water? Right. But I just thought it was kind of funny that Annie and Glenn think that, well, so he sees the truck is gone. He's like calling to report it missing. And then they're like, Oh, he's not here. Or Jesse's not here. So they think that he sold a truck. So I'm like, how would he have driven that truck? <laughs> like, you guys, Andrea looked up that the actor was 13. And I was like, I thought he was like between eight and 12. Like just because he was so small that I thought like maximum 11 or 12, like Andrew's like 13. I was like, well, he hasn't hit his growth spurt. No, no. Um, so now move on to the climax of the movie, which is so stressful. <laughs> so they're basically trying to drive him to a place where they can put him in the ocean, obviously. And they were going to go. I didn't realize. So I guess they were going to go up this little like other pathway so that it would be more. It was like a um, it was like a fire road. So it was like yeah. a fire road because they were like, it'll be less uh, conspicuous if we go this way instead of like right to the marina. And so the whole time the adults are in the car and Jesse is kind of sitting in the back spraying Willie with water to keep him wet. Um, so then they're going you want, up. Because you want to make sure you have a wet Willie. That also gets set at one oh, point. Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> but then, oh, no, a tree is blocking the way. There were multiple points during this last 20 or 15, 20 minutes of the movie where I just kept putting my hands on my face like, no. <laughs> no. So, um, oh, and and also because that that truck is Glenn's like work truck, he can like he has like a radio thing that he can call on it. So they're calling him like Jesse, pick up, pick up if you're there. But he's not just because he's not in the car. But then they just really realize, lucky there were no cell phones back then, right? <laughs> right. But so then they use because that they're so they're because the trees in the way they have to kind of back it up, and it gets mountain road. <laughs> yes, this freaking thin like I would not even be comfortable in my backing up that road in my all wheel drive car, just the car itself. Like <laughs> yeah, with a trailer with a whale in it, not great. Yeah. Um. So then Jesse's like, I have an idea. So they call Glenn and Annie to come. Because Glenn, like, obviously has equipment to tow stuff. So, like, as you pointed out, might have been helpful the whole time. Right, right. <laughs> so, well, like, they stole a tow truck. So, it's, like, it's got a winch. It's got all the things that you need for a sticky spot like this. And Glenn knew how to work it. So, like, you really could have used him the whole way. This this would have yeah. not been a problem. <laughs> yeah. So, Glenn and Annie come and help. And they get the... and basically jesse has to convince glenn to let him get the trailer or to, to help him get the trailer unstuck so they can um so they can back 
back it out because I guess they were going to try and take this fire road so it would be more secretive but now they're just like we don't have time anymore we're just going to take this um, just take the regular road but mm-hmm. and Glenn is like why should I help not I don't know I think he's trying to kind of try and get Jesse to admit but I was like we don't have time for this you guys we <laughs> cannot there was a lot of heart to hearting and then Jesse giving him a big old hug I was like we don't have time we don't have time for this um so but now he's been out of the water so long so what are they gonna do drive willie to the car wash so they can wet willie (laughs) and we were also like yay they said it (laughs) oh and the evil park owners also figured out that willie was gone because and he's like we have death insurance we don't have theft insurance which to be fair i mean to be fair if i was pulling out the insurance policy i would also probably not spring for the theft insurance right because it seems unlikely so i wasn't considering him to be a bad businessman about that decision i mean i did so. have to say i feel like the security was a little lax on the park just because i was like there's no gate to drive out of there's no anything like there were no obstacles to them taking this way <laughs> yeah um and so so basically all of the bad guys now are in the cars they're driving because they're going to try and go stop him from getting him back in the water so he'll die and then get the money so then they they get up to where they're going to drop off the whale and now the evil park people are blocking the way like they're standing in front of it and i was like oh my god is he just gonna like gun it and and drive through like and they're gonna have to jump out of the way because glenn's driving and that's exactly what he does and you're like, yay! And so they like jump out of the way because otherwise they were gonna die. And he breaks the gate. And so they're backing him into the water, just like when you're trying to launch a boat <laughs> into a lake. You gotta get that. you gotta get deeper. So like basically the whole truck's in the water. Yeah. And and then you think he's made it. He's in the water. Well, first he has a lot of trouble getting him out. Like Jesse's like, you have to go, Will. You have to go. And then she's and then. St- Oh, and also, I believe at this point, like, uh, all the bad guys are, like, grabbing all of them and, like, trying to get him to stop. And and then some, bo- and but you're like, he's in the water, he's made it. Wrong. Now some bows with a net come to block Willie's way from swimming out. And I'm just, and the, the park owner guy is, like, so evil. And I was like, bro, you need to step back. And analyze what you are doing. Because I even think that Thanos would have been like, you know what? I got into this to make money, but now I'm basically putting it, trying to assassinate a whale. Like, we got so far off from what we were doing. Like, I don't know. Obviously, like, I don't know. I was just like, this is the worst. I was like, I was like, I cannot think of a worse movie villain than this. Like, he's trying to actively kill a whale. Like, not Andrea's quote was, "I sympathize with Jigsaw more." (laughs) I know, because I was like, at least all he does is hurt people who have done bad things in their life. Like, not this way. He cries to his family every night. Oh my god. I was just like, this is the worst villain of all time. Why is he so evil? But the kid kind of leads him away and there's basically a wall that because the boats are blocking the way, so there's a there's a wall that he'd a rock wall that he could jump over 
like a it's like a breaker wall right and all the adults are just standing there you know basically like up to their chest in water going like and the ray is like have you ever seen him do a jump that big and randolph is basically just like it things can happen or so he's basically like no <laughs> but um so he's trying well, to get him to- willie's been in such a tiny tank you're like he hasn't been able to like swim well i'm sure his no. muscles are not great like right i know i'm overthinking it but it's just sad right but the kid so but then the kid gets up on the wall he's trying to get him to jump and yay he does it famous shot of the movie with the kid putting his hand up and the whale jumping over it and the evil park owner looks so sad but i was just like bro you were bested like oh god i was like you, you were bested t- by a 12 year old and a whale yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so then cut to end of movie more montage of whales swimming around Michael, and Jackson. Michael Jackson song playing before we all like really accepted that he was pedophile <laughs> um and yeah that's the end of the movie so freaking sad I can't believe you made me watch this I'm <laughs> happy though he got to be free okay well should we should we reveal what that we know that there is ultimately not a happy ending or should we not <laughs> This whale, the whale who performed in this movie was Kiko the whale, who came, I think, from Norway. And then they released Kiko back into the wild in 2002, which was right, like, 10 years after this movie. And um, and then Kiko died of pneumonia a year later in the wild. God, like, that is so off. I was like, movie... I see what you're trying to do here with this message, but <laughs> and also when I, at the beginning I told you I have to read you the uh, uh, IMDb or whatever it is of this, like the first oh, sentence. Oh yes, yes. What is it? It, it says when maladjusted orphan Jesse vandalizes a theme park, he's placed with foster parents and must work with at the park to make a met. Oh <laughs> I my just, god, like, that's so maladjusted funny. orphan. <laughs> that's really funny though that's what it says um oh my god though but so i was thinking i was i was thinking that if i had watched this movie when i was a kid i probably wouldn't have found it as sad because like i probably wouldn't have understood as much like all the animal cruelty stuff yes yes also i wouldn't have known the ending of kiko the actor's life because it wouldn't have happened yet. <laughs> so we um we didn't know a lot back then. To be yeah. fair though, like Kiko was was like born in 1976, so he lived almost 30 years. I don't know what like a normal orca lifetime is, but like you know. Av- okay, wait. Average Lifespan for a male is about 30, but they can live up to 60. And okay. females live 50 years, but can live up to Apparently, 90. Apparently, like, they released him in 2002, but, like, they started in 1998. And they flew him all the way over to Iceland in a freaking C-17. Um, and, 
apparently the the landing gear failed on the plane and caused a million dollars in damage, but the whale was okay. So apparently this is kind of, kind of a oh long way. They like um a movie about his life. Did we even talk about the dorsal fin? No, I was gonna skip over it because it's so sad. <laughs> So you mentioned his dorsal fin, right? And then I was like, they're gonna explain it at some point. And and Jesse goes, Well, he doesn't he's not an orca because his his fin doesn't look like that. And she's like, you know, uh Ray explains that their dorsal fin collapses when they're in captivity. And they were like, We don't know if it's just because they don't get to swim enough or if because they're sad. But they never go back. That's so sad. So you can always, like, identify a captured one out in the wild by that. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so... This is all... This whole thing is so heartbreaking. (laughs) Um, Well, I don't know why I, like, never put it together that the movie was about, like, them trying to free, like, a whale in captivity. I think I thought the name was, like... Give it away. <laughs> no, no, not that they give it away. <laughs> Free Willy. No, I thought it was about like a boy meeting a whale who's like truly free or something. Like I thought there was gonna be a lot more like whimsical, like a child riding around on a whale. You thought it was like what's that movie like Whale Rider or something, right? Uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I thought like I don't know. I thought like it was like um. Like that horse movie about horses being free. I thought it was gonna be like that. Like I don't know, but <laughs> but I didn't really. I I mean, it's obviously like it. Obviously now, it's obviously gonna be about them trying to free him. But I did not put that together when I was younger. When I would just see the trailer, so. Oh, well, here's a here's a fun bit of trivia from IMDb. After the movie was released, it brought the living conditions of the star orca, Kiko, to the world's attention. His tank was too small, with too warm chlorinated artificial salt water. A custom tank was built at the Oregon Coast Aquarium, and in 1996, he was flown from Mexico to Oregon. He recovered well in his sea pen. He was released and did not adapt. My God. Well, I know. I I was just about to say, we usually do... We usually say, oh, any fun facts, but none of these facts are fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, the last scene from the movie is shown again after the credits. You asked if there was a thing, and I was like, I don't know. I just know it's going to play this whole soundtrack from Michael Jackson. So at the end of the movie, they had the idea to uh, put the uh, Earth Island Institute hotline in the end credits. And they raised $20 million for the Save the Whales Foundation. So I guess something oh, good happened. Okay, that's good. Good. Okay, well, that's good, I guess. You could also raise that money by killing 20 whales that are insured for $1 million. Yeah, so this was a better way to do it, probably, because you only made yeah. Kiko perform. Um, apparently, Andrea, you'll be happy to know that this is the only free Willy in which Willy is played by Kiko. An animatronic killer whale p- is played in the sequels. There's two sequels. Oh, I wonder how. Oh, yeah. So there was a at the part when um when the whale was jumping over him. There was a few parts that were clearly like not 1993 effects, but there was one part when I was like, 
that looks pretty freaking good. Like the, the one where it's like bad. actually where the whale is like actually over the kid. You're like that does look yeah. like a whale's belly. Like that looks real. But when they do a pull away shot of the whale landing in the water, it looks like they took a toy orca and dropped it in some water, which I'm <laughs> positive is what actually happened. But that's really what it looks like. So just go back to remembering that the woman had to learn how to use computers last summer. So that's right. Yeah. So apparently a lot of it was animatronics. Um, and then there were some like bigger shots and like tricks that Kiko would do. But I guess there was a lot of animatronics used as well. And it does say the most extensive use of CGI is when <laughs> it's filmed in Oregon where Willie jumps over Jesse. Oh, so it's Oregon. Oh, okay. Oh my God. Okay. So so one of the, this is great. I'm just reading through the IMDb trivia and the evil guy, the CEO, his the, his name is Dial and I don't know what his what the actor was, who that actor was, but I the whole time I was like he just looks like Jack Nicholson and it says Jack Nicholson turned down the role to play the villain balking at the low pay offered and I was like he literally they got the they got like a, a Jack Nicholson impersonator to do it. They offered Jack Nicholson the part. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's so funny. He looked exactly like him. That's so funny. Okay, so Andrea, after all that we've learned about Free Willy and after having watched the movie, how would you rate this? Would this be a one? I will never get this time back on your deathbed. You will request this two hours back. (laughs) Uh, Two. Two, I was entertained. Or three, I would tell someone else to just watch it. I mean, I'm never going to get those feels back, but I would say, I mean, I would I would say just watch it if you haven't seen it, but I would probably not watch it again because it made me so sad. Okay. So, I I'll say this in one episode score. I'll tell my sister to just watch it since she hasn't watched it, but I'll tell her it's really sad. And then you can do what my family does and make fun of her the next time she cries by going well now i was thinking because um whenever we're on a backpacking trip or something and if i'm if i'm one of us is lagging behind and we'll make a noise the noise that lorena usually make to signal each other from far away is a peacock sound so now we can make this sound too (laughs) (laughs) so sad and that's how you know that as children, we didn't understand the full context because we were just being mean to a whale. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sitting here looking at my fish tank going, do they have enough room in there? But actually, I just remembered that if my tank was any bigger, it would be too big for the frogs I have in there. They would die. So Why? Because they have to be able to swim up to the top to get air. And I read that if it's more than 12 inches tall... It's kind of too big for, because they're so little. Weird, so, weird. Okay. Well, I was doing the math because I know that when I got my fish, the they they said it's basically like one inch of fish per gallon of tank. Because mm-hmm. I because I because I learned this actually not that I was gonna get a goldfish, but actually when Connor was gonna get some fish, they told because he was thinking about getting goldfish, but one goldfish needs ten gallons of of water which is crazy because like i have a 10 gallon tank with like about 10 well i guess like eight eight fish in it because they're less finicky but goldfish need fucking 10 it's like 
do you know yeah, that your they grow they grow as big as like their tank like they grow yeah. as what their tank a lot so like apparently was, there's lakes that have like massive goldfish because people flush them and think like oh they'll die and they survive yeah but it's so sad it's like i'm like willie definitely needs more room than a dumb goldfish <laughs> yeah his the tank was very small so yes i'll say just watch it but <laughs> it's pretty it's very sad <laughs> so, uh. put on something more whimsical and fish related after like maybe some finding nemo not finding dory i mean finding dory is great but it's also very sad and about fish also, yeah so. if you want you know what cheer yourself up with up after this that's more cheerful yeah yeah right all right. Well, with that, thank you, Andrea. I'm so honored that I got two just watches in one week. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you guys have any comments, uh, suggestions, movie ideas, etc., you can reach us at justwatchitpodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at justwatchit underscore pod. And I promise I'll post there eventually. <laughs> really bad social media manager. Um, so with that, I'm Lorraine Popolison. I'm Andrew Tomlinson. And this was just watch it. <laughs>